0: Welcome to Straight Fire Moms. I'm Melvina,
1: and I'm Cheryl. We are reaching out to single moms simply as a supportive means to your parenting process.
0: So today we're going to talk about destructive parenting. Um, you know, sometimes parents have this, have this tendency to have this, like, you know, I got, I got this attitude. You know, nobody tells me how to raise my children. These are my children. Have you heard anybody say that, Cheryl?
1: Absolutely, Um, it's a very common phrase that I hear uh, parents say uh, about their children.
0: Yeah, unfortunately a lot of parents have that mindset, you know, and it often results in destructive parenting.
1: I looked up that word destructive and it says uh, causing great and irreparable harm or damage. And now we're not just talking about a vase or a building we're talking a human being a life right a child's life
0: right and you know there's numerous of things uh, that contribute to destructive parenting like the lack of faith it plays a significant role you know um, a lot of us understand the necessity of faith you know in the foundation of Christ in the home too often people try to go um through parenting alone, you know, thinking about single moms, right? And they face things like financial situations, like, uh, you know, oh gosh, especially if there's like several children in a home, um, often with little support or none for that matter. You know, they have control issues sometimes, acceptance, you know, or, or affection issues, love, rejection, you know, lack of discipline, you know, poor influences, lack of education, abuse, mental health, you know, negative characters in a home. So often single moms are faced with all these type of things, you know, raising their children.
1: That's a lot for a child to carry around. Um, a
0: mom to carry around with, you know, both.
1: You're absolutely right. Some of the, just the thought process of parents, what goes on in this house, this home stays in this house. No one gets to know what goes on but you may need help. Uh, Could be you got a gash in your head. So you need help. You can't be silent about that. And so um, what we see is there's a, um, the Centers for Disease Control and Kaiser Permanente did a study in the 90s. They had a group of patients that they looked closely at for traumatic childhood events. And um, so there's help needed because this can lead to negative health in adults.
0: Well, you know, first of all, today we live in a society where uh, moral standards are lower, you know, with each generation. Parents and grandparents are younger and more permissible. So that's where a lot of it comes from. You know, children may be raised by two women or two men as the parent figures in a home, which is not biblical, you know, if you reference. Uh, King James Version of the Bible, Leviticus 18 and 22. And then again, Leviticus 20 and 13. But in reality, most of us want a best outcome for, you know, from raising our kids. Many may simply just be poor parenting. And this can be passed down from generation to generation, just like anything else. So, you know, it's important to know what we instill in our children and to think about from zero to 12 years of age, That's especially important because that's where the morals and the values are being formed on this period.
1: Right. I agree. And many times children are taking on uh, the responsibility of things that they have been given and they should not have that responsibility. Maybe the responsibility of their little siblings. Um, And the parent is expecting that child to take this this role
0: yeah so so basically laziness plays a role in destructive parenting too i hear you you know i i had interviewed a young lady one time um and it was a, it was just a, a sad story really but she had two siblings two older brothers and she was the youngest and she had a dad that was there but not there right he was present but not present not involved with the children in the home and then mom worked you know two jobs trying to you know keep a roof over the head and things like that because dad would just disappear sometime for months at a time right one time he went away for a whole year, just disappears, you know? And so they were raised like that. So then she had a caregiver that took care of them. Thing I'm, the point I'm trying to make with her was that about the destructive parenting, some of the things that took her through. So just for this one simple thing made a big difference in her life. And it, she bottled this stuff up inside. One day her mother was in the living room, right? And she fell on the floor and she started bleeding like hemorrhaging, right? Bleeding hemorrhaging. And you're talking about kids like seven, nine years old. They're like, right? what is going on with mom? So the, they rushed to, to her to the hospital. Paramax came and picked her up and everything. So the results of all this was the dad told the, her older brother that it was his fault. This is your fault this happened to mom. Because they were asking, you know, what's going on? What, why is What's happening, to mommy? And he told her that that's your fault because you were eight pounds when you were born and you messed her all up inside. And then he told, he to, told her that, you know, and then here you came along and you made it even worse. That thing bothered her and stayed within her for all of her life. She came up at 15 years old, she had decided she would never ever have kids. And on top of that, she did destructive things like she would talk to herself like self-hatred. She said she used to say things like, you know, you know, I hate myself and nobody's going to like me. And all these negative things, you know, that this she, no one was there to guide her and help her with this stuff, right? And she started cutting on herself. She cut on herself all the way up into high school. Mom was too busy. Dad was never holly, he was there. there, when he was there, he wasn't there. And then he would disappear. So, you know, could you imagine? So then and her brothers, they grew up to be just really hateful, hateful and mean. And that's the way she said they are today because she's gotten the help, thank God, but they haven't. Uh,
1: we, we're fallible and sometimes when we're in the church, we can be uh, living a life one way on Sunday and the next day you would never know we even attended church. Right. And but, so that's yeah. a, conf- a conflict for our children to see this uh, type of, uh, you know, behavior. Right,
0: right. Like we say, examples, <laughs>
1: example. Exactly. It does. It does. Absolutely. And so what we want to do, share with you some ways that you can get help. Some areas that you can look at in your life and not be ashamed of it because you are not what you experienced. You are better than that. So um, some things that you may wanna do is look at people who you have close relationships with, that you feel that they're uh, competent, pretty competent with raising their children. You notice that they speak well, they are, bubbly uh they're uh well-mannered and the parents are seemingly not stressed out sit down and have a talk with them share with them what you're experiencing it's okay if they're uh as good as you think they are they will be willing to help you okay
0: yeah that positive that positive family you know that yeah that's That's always encouraging.
1: Yes, yes. And have a sense of purpose in life. Just think that just this one moment in life where you're struggling doesn't mean you're going to be struggling for the rest of your life, you know, and having your kids, uh, you know, uh, constantly depending and leaning on you for support. Just take some time to think about what you would like your life to look like. And share that with your children. Tell them, you know, their lives can be better than what you're experiencing right now. That this is just a moment in time. Also, uh, parenting classes. Get to some places where there's some literature, some printouts, Google it. Uh, There may be a, a local parenting class in your area. Look at those things. So we want you to know that We're here to encourage you. We want to uh, uplift you. And life is not over because of what you're experiencing right now. And, you know, if you need a counselor, mental health counselors are great.
0: We Um, always push that because, yeah, because because people need help. And sometimes you just don't know what to do. And when you don't know what to do, you can always reach out I always say you can pray, pray, you know, but yeah, reach out to somebody, don't don't suffer, don't suffer alone and, you know, and don't sit there and just let this soak in the fact that your life is going the way it's going, you know, make some changes, make some goals, you know, get started.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, we want to kind of end with, you know, be positive about your situation. Look for the good in everything. Look for ways to celebrate That's uh, right. who your children are, who you are. Little steps of uh, change. Anything That's that right. you notice, celebrate those times. Bring uh, bring that to the uh, attention of your children. Look, did you notice I haven't been this way uh, for a while? Whatever it is, you will know, notice look for the good. <laughs> they won't Almost notice. Look for the good. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Change your negative outlook online.
0: Well, this is Melvina.
1: This is Cheryl,
0: With straight fire moms.
1: And as we learn, we grow.